This podcast is brought to you by AD Banker & Company. They help you meet your insurance continuing education deadline in ways not as boring as you'd think. Go to a live in-person class or choose a webinar, which will come to you. Learn more at adbanker.com. Kirk Miller is a very accomplished insurance agency owner in San Diego, California. In only 11 years in business, he has grown to a staff of over five and serves over 1,700 clients and over 3,400 policies in force. Kirk has received numerous awards and recognitions from his insurance company, the Farmers Insurance Group, and he's accomplished such levels of uh, excellence as the Toppers Club, the Championship Club, and President's Council, which represents the top 1% of agents in the country with his company. In 2016, he even finished number eight within the company in new business commercial sales. Well, Kirk, it's uh, great to have you on the program today. I appreciate it. Say, uh, I know we got a little late start. Uh, you were talking with uh, one of your larger clients. Uh, how'd it go? Did you uh, did you uh, close the deal? Yeah, the deal's been closed. It's just, uh, you know, providing that personal service to the client. Um you know, you want to treat every client the same, but sometimes those uh, bigger clients, you know, might get a little bit more special attention. Well, I understand. And uh, uh, tell us, uh, our listeners, a little more about uh, your agency there in San Diego. So I've owned the agency for uh, 11 years now, and uh, we're an all-lines carrier, so we sell all types of insurance from personal lines to specialty to uh life and financial products as well as uh, we're a big commercial agency as well. And how many uh, staff members do you have and what's the nature of your business, for example, policies and uh, you know what's the size of your agency? So right now we have six staff members. Uh, we have two marketers. We have um, one producer besides myself. And then I have uh, three CSRs, two handling my personal lines and one handling my commercial. Okay. Okay. Now, are you from San Diego? I'm from uh, Simi Valley, which is in the Ventura County area, not too far from San Diego. So that's where you grew up. Uh, tell me about your family. Did, uh, did you, uh, are your parents still living there and that uh, where you grew up? My parents still live in Simi Valley, and I have a sister who lives there as well. I have a brother who lives in uh, in Phoenix. Uh, my parents started a machining and welding shop about 40-plus years ago, and uh, we kind of all grew up just working in the in the shop as kids. And my parents still own it and still run and operate it today. That's interesting. Uh, can you uh, weld a pretty good bead yourself? I was more on the uh, machining and the business side. My brother was uh, was the more the welder and fabricator. Um, I think I took more after my mom, who had the business sense of everything, and and my brother took a little bit more after my dad, who was the fabricator and the uh, the idealist. That's interesting. And what kind of work? Uh, fabrication work was uh, it involved in? Was it uh, manufacturing uh, work that your dad uh, supported with his business? Uh, yeah, it was manufacturing different. It's more of a job shop, so different different parts from you know uh, little doodads and to heat sinks to 
parts that go on, uh, you know, every airplane in the world. So he, he kind of uh, ran the gamut of, of stuff and, you know, we'd get people who came in to get their, uh, you know, mailbox welded up. Um, but at the same time would have some government contracts as well too in there. Interesting. Yeah. Did you ever, uh, growing up, did you ever have visions that maybe you would work in the business with your dad? You know, I worked there for a long time and, uh, I realized that it wasn't my specialty and, uh, my parents wanted me to go to college. And so that's what I, that's what I did. And, and I went to college for, for business. Um, and it wound me up into the, into the insurance, insurance world. Um, oddly enough, I guess, and, and to my advantage, I work with a lot of manufacturing and machine shops in the insurance world. So, uh, it's, it's helped me out, um, definitely with my career having that background. Yes, it would. It's, uh, that way you, you know, uh, the conversation and, uh, the issues that are important to them. Uh, where did you head off to college? I went to the University of San Diego, so USC, and uh, finished up my degree there in business. Yeah, and when did you graduate? I graduated in uh, 2004 from there. Now, did you uh, have a job during college, or did you spend most of your time in the library studying? Uh, I was actually one of the rare students there who uh, worked probably 40-plus hours a week. Um, I worked for the San Diego Chargers and, and doing uh, merchandising for them. And so it would get pretty busy. We'd run all the other events that would go on at the, uh, the stadium there as well, too. Well, that sounds like a fun job. It was. It was a, it was a good time. Met a lot of uh, really neat people when I worked there. Now, when you were in college, uh, did the insurance career come uh, your way as you were preparing to graduate, uh, or did you go into something else? I uh, worked a year still for the Chargers after uh, after college, and then um, I decided to get into, in about 2006, into the real estate world. I had an emphasis in real estate and uh, didn't really care for it, and luckily uh, I didn't choose that because, in, uh, we all know it happened in 2007-2008, um, that would have probably been the pretty devastating to uh, have, if I would have continued in that career at that time. So I, I, shortly after that, I uh, uh, kind of tripped into the insurance world. Now, is that something you were looking for, or did it just kind of happen by, by fortuitous happenstance uh, that the opportunity came up? You know, it kind of just happened. I uh, was looking around for a different job to kind of get away from the stadium and uh, decided that uh, I found a, a resume, or sorry, a, a job posting online to work for an insurance company as a claims adjuster and seemed like it was making good enough money at the time, being uh, only 24 years old, and, and uh, so I decided to check it out. Thought it wouldn't be too bad to go look at some smashed cars and drive around. And, you know, I'm kind of a car guy, so I thought this, this would be good just to get me through until I figure out what I wanted to do. And when I went there, it was a pretty poor interview process. And, and I left there not really wanting the job. Uh, 
they actually didn't even have that job available anymore and they wanted to get me into an inside sales position and that wasn't for me. And, uh, I had talked to my dad and he said, you know, why don't you take a look at working at, uh, at Farmers Insurance? His, uh, best man, um, was a longtime farmers agent and district manager, um, and, and actually the former mayor of Redondo Beach as well. And, uh, he said, you know, he never seems to be working. He's always on vacation and, you know, has had a good life for himself. Why don't you take a look at, at doing that? And I said, ah, I don't know, you know, I don't think there's anybody in this world who grows up unless maybe their, their family's been involved in insurance for a long time, but no one really grows up and says, hey, I want to be an insurance agent one day when I grow up. You know, it's uh astronaut, football player, doctor, lawyer, whatever it may be. So uh I said, yeah, I'll think about it. And oddly enough, that night I got an email from the local farmer's recruiter here in San Diego. Yeah. So I said, you know what, that's kind of a, a weird sign. And uh, I said, well, I'll, I'll go and see what it's all about. And I went in and did the interview and uh, passed the background. And, you know, I was 24 years old, so I didn't have a whole lot of money um, at that time. And they, they had a financial application to, you know, uh, fill out. And I may have embellished a little bit more than what I had at the time. But uh, they they called me and said, "Hey, you know, congratulations. We want to we want to bring you on board." And I said, "Well, let me let me take the weekend to think about it and uh, talk it over with my family." And and I said, "Okay, well, classes start um, to get your license on Monday at 8 a.m." And so I was there at 8 a.m. to uh, start doing it. And at 24 years old start that, I, I knew I was going to be starting my own business, and I had always known from a long, long, long time from a young kid just growing up in a entrepreneurial family that uh, I needed to own my own business, and I just didn't know what it was going to be, and it, it worked out that it was insurance. Hmm. And so at 24 years old, I said, well, this is going to be the last job that I ever have. And, uh, you know, 11 years later, I'm still doing it, and I, I think we're doing a pretty good job at it. Well, it looks at uh, looks like it uh, with the awards that you've been able to accomplish and the uh, recognition you've earned. Uh, so you went and got your license. Uh, tell us about uh, uh, when it came time to uh, call on your first customer. Uh, you know, who was your first client uh, that you were able to meet with? So my first client, um, which actually uh, I can tell you, the day that we issued that policy was May twenty sixth of of. Uh, 2006, um, and she was a friend of a friend uh, up in Huntington Beach, and uh, we did a condo policy for her. I think I made about $34 off that policy, and I drove a 1967 Mustang all the way up to, to Huntington Beach to get the document signed, and meet her and, and go over all the coverage and, and, you know, do what I was, was taught. And I think I probably spent more in gas in that Mustang <laughs> going up there and back than, than I made in commission. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm happy to say that actually after 11 years, um, she's still my client and she's been, she's gotten married. They own, uh, three homes now. Uh, they own a business, their cars, their, 
life insurance. Everything is insured with me now. So it's pretty cool to say that my very first client 11 years later um, from just a simple condo policy uh, now still insures with me. And, and as I've grown, they've grown as well, too. And, and so we're able to handle all their insurance needs for them 11 years later. It's pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. Now you've got over 3,500 uh, policies, as I understand it. That's correct. Yeah. Now, do you still have that uh, Mustang? Still have the Mustang. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've owned that thing since I was uh, 17, worked on it with my dad, and, and it was my everyday driver going through uh, uh, high school and, and college and uh, even into the insurance gig for about a, a year and a half until uh, it doesn't. it's not friendly on, uh, on gas mileage when you're driving around, and it's... Uh, doesn't have AC, so you know even though it's San Diego, it can get warm here in the summer in different parts. So uh, I was able to get uh, a newer used truck. Uh, I think two years into my career. <laughs> well, you, uh, it's uh, if you're going to meetings, you don't want to wear your suit probably, and uh, and uh, get your hair messed up in the Mustang as well. So yeah, no, no. There's lots of times where I had my pant legs rolled up and uh, windows rolled down and sleeves rolled up and first thing the customers would say is you look really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's neat. Uh, well, tell us about uh, when you started out in the business, uh, what was the maybe a, an area that you really struggled with uh, in terms of keeping your focus uh, on uh, moving you forward in the way that you wanted to go? You know, when you're 24 and you're starting a business and you don't have much experience of managing people, you don't have much experience of, of running a business. I mean, there's a lot of hurdles that go on and, and have happened throughout my 11 years. Um, but I think right from the onset, and I, I, I do a lot of training and I do a lot of speaking for newer agents and, and helping them out and, and mentoring them now. Um, because I had that help when I was younger. And I think it's important to give that part of it back. Um, what I find and, and what I found for myself, but I, I find from a lot of agents who are just starting out is, uh, price. Price is a, is an issue. You know, the insurance industry has not done a very good job for itself. It's, it's made insurance a, a commodity and everything is safe here and safe there and, and it's really a price-driven industry. And at the end of the day, um, it doesn't always just come down to price. You know, um, we're not comparing one TV uh, to another that are the same exact thing. Um, there's there's lots of other things that come into it and in, in the company that, that you represent and the, the way the claims are handled and the way that your agency is going to service and and take care of those clients. And, you know, price is important to some people, um, but I truly believe that it's not important to everybody. And, and uh, a good thing that I learned at a young age was uh, in the absence of value, the only thing left is price. And and so I stumbled on that. Um, you know, it's like if, if we weren't cheaper, then why would anybody go with me? And as I started to become better at what I did, I realized, um, you know, what I could offer to my clients was more than just saving them a few bucks. 
And um, I have a client. In fact, I actually talked to him yesterday and was telling him this story uh, that he was kind of my turning point. He was the one person that I can look back. Um, it was in December of 2006. And I can look back and say, at that point, that person that I was talking to is the one person that was a turning point for me to get overpriced. I sold on coverage. I sold on service. I sold myself. And I wasn't happy with just getting one policy, you know, selling him his homeowner's insurance or auto insurance or whatever it may be. Um, we ended up selling him his, his home, his flood, his earthquake, his umbrella, his auto insurance, life insurance for his daughter, um, insurance, commercial auto insurance for his business. And, you know, ten and a half years later, he's still with me and, and I still take his phone calls and, and, uh, you know, we kind of reminisced about it yesterday. It was kind of ironic. That's neat. That's neat. Have you had, uh, any, uh, clients, uh, where, uh, misfortune struck, uh, where they've lost their home or lost their business, uh, where, uh, you had them insured? Yeah, we've, we've had that, uh, we've had that happen, you know, um, we try to run a, a really profitable agency for, uh, for the insurance companies, but, um, you know, things happen and that's what insurance is, is there for. And, um, I've had a couple, uh, fires and I've been there. Um, I've had, uh, trees fall and, and basically cut a house in half and, and I've been there for my clients. Um, you know, we, we as insurance agents have a, a duty to our clients to help them out and, and it's more than just making a payment for them or doing a, a billing change or adding a driver or whatever it may be. Um, you know, where it really counts is, is when you have an insurance claim. And I can remember my dad's business actually burned down in 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, he woke up one morning and his shop was on fire. And I remember the insurance claims adjuster being there before noon that morning and walking through everything and, and working right away. And that my, my dad's business, my parents' business was up and running within seven days. Hmm. And that just, that just doesn't happen from every insurance company. And, uh, my parents have been with farmers insurance since, uh, like 1973 and 72. So they've been with them for a very long time. And, um, I can look back on it now at the time. I probably didn't appreciate it, but I can look back on it now and say, you know, that's pretty cool that, that, uh, the adjuster was there, you know, within hours of my dad's business burning to the ground and that my dad was up and running machines, brand new machines in there within seven days. Hmm. I'm not sure that you can say that about every, every company that that would have been the response. Yeah. And so that always resonates with me, and I try and do that same thing. I've had clients where, you know, HOAs have burned down that I insure, and, and I'm making sure that we're getting them a check so those people can get back into their house or they can get their business up and running as quick as possible. 
Well, there's, uh, I'm sure, no greater feeling than be able to uh, uh, provide a payment, reimbursement, and a check for people who are in a tough situation uh, that's beyond their control. It is. It is. It's a, it's a good feeling, and, and you know, um, that's, that's what we're there for. I mean, that's what people pay us to do is to help them when they need it most. And, and the good agents and the good companies, they're going to step up and they're going to do that at the time that uh, these people need it. Yeah. Now, if you had a, in reflecting back over your, your decade, a little over a decade in the business, uh, and I know you've got uh, uh, a lot of achievements and awards. I'm just counting uh, here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different uh, career levels of achievement that you've made. So you've had great success. Uh, but if you had to look back on that decade, is there is there anything uh, that you'd like to have a do-over? One thing that if you could do it over, you would do it a little bit differently if you could do it again? Uh, you know, it's, it's always just been a progression. And you always, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. you always want to be able to uh, look back and say, you know, I did it pretty good. Um, but at the same time, I, I think the way that I've progressed throughout my career, I can look at it and say, you know, I think I've done a good job of, of learning as I go. Um, the one thing that I would say that uh, I wish I would have done a little bit differently is I think I would have gotten uh, become a registered rep um, earlier in my career and, and made financial products a little bit stronger at the beginning of my career. Um, it's something that we deal with now, but, you know, uh, we missed the boat for several years that we could have been doing that and providing that service to our clients. Yeah. What's uh, looking ahead uh, in the next uh, three years or more, uh, what excites you most about the business that you're in and what you're doing? I'm excited to see the change in this industry. I think the insurance industry is going to change drastically over the next maybe even longer than three to five years. Uh, with the evolution of uh, cars that are going to be driving themselves, um, with the the changes to the different business worlds, I mean, just just cars driving themselves is going to change several different industries. You know, the auto repair industry, the body shops, the windshield guys. Um, you know their industry is going to change and the insurance industry is going to have to change with that. And there's a lot of challenges in the insurance industry right now from a profitability standpoint, especially with home and auto insurance. And so it's going to be interesting to see what companies stick around, what companies figure out how to address these profitability issues and, um, you know, how agents and, and agencies um, evolved with how the, the companies they work with change. Right, right. Taking back uh, to your uh, mom and dad, uh, what was some advice that uh, your dad or mother uh, gave you uh, that you try and apply in your life or in your business practices today? The number one thing that my parents, I would say, instilled in, in me, um, as well as with my brother and my sister, was a work ethic. Um, though I didn't probably appreciate it when I was a kid and was getting woken up early to go work in my dad's machine shop, you know, for, uh, 
next to nothing. Um, now, later in life, I can appreciate that work ethic. Um, because when you own your own business, no matter what it be, uh, you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. You know, it's the same thing like going to the gym. You can go to the gym and you can watch TV at the gym. It doesn't mean that you worked out. And my, my parents instilled that work ethic in, uh, uh, my siblings and I. And it's helped me get to where I'm at today. I think, you know, when I first started out, I would start it at, uh, eight in the morning and I would work until 11 or 12 o'clock at night in the office. And, um, the office that I worked out of at the time when I shared it with, uh, uh, some other agents, the, uh, guy whose name was on the uh, lease, he would shut the power off at, at, uh, 7.30, the power would go off to the entire office. Hmm. And so, um, I had to figure out where that override switch was because I would stay late <laughs> and there was a couple nights where I worked in the dark by, uh, uh, you know, cell phone battery light and, um, I just outworked everyone, and, and I think that's a huge um, part to the way that my parents raised me. That's neat. That's neat. Uh, well, our for our guests, uh, again, this is Kirk Miller. Uh, he is a, a very successful and accomplished agent uh, living in, uh, in business, doing work in San Diego. And, uh, Kirk, I want to welcome you, man. Thank you for coming to the program today. It's been great to hear your story. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, hi, you're still here. Say, if you are interested in reaching thousands of licensed insurance producers across the country, why not consider sponsoring a guest podcast? If you had sponsored this episode, we would be telling thousands of listeners daily about you and your company. Find our contact information to request prices and availability at insuranceradio.com.